Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. Adrenaline and an I quit match the bloodline win without a scratch. This is Backlash. <laughs> WrestleMania Backlash. A little bit of wrestling, baby. Get it on, get it on. Because the night is the night where we the world. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Down. Get him. Down. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Coach, joined by Phil James and Michael. Where is he going with this one? I don't. I couldn't fit. Couldn't fit this in anywhere. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you wanna be? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop right now! Thank you very much. Shut you, shut. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, also joined by Michael Hamlet to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week and look ahead to this weekend's WrestleMania Backlash premium live event. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, yeah, just... or wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily... You are lucky I can't wear any more Spice Girls songs like those in here. How wrestling. You are too much. Do you know that? Uh, daily Wrestling Podcast. What was I talking about? Ziga I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dubai. Oh! We Dynamite, Dicky Rampage, baby. Previews, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestling culture. Uh, it's been a weird week. As I said, <laughs> he already does this on the NXT 2.0 one, the prick. And uh, <laughs> what's I the love saying it's my new favourite thing to do. This is Rampage, baby. <laughs> Sid keeps saying every time they need to change that bloody yeah, intro. If anything's going to change it, it'll be me mocking it. It's torturous, <laughs> isn't it? On the loop. Anyway, uh, WrestleMania Backlash this weekend, as I said. We will be doing a live stream for it. Phil, are you looking forward to joining me on Sunday night to do this? No, because I'm not doing it anymore. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know that was the plan, but I've handed over to the good man over here himself, Michael Hamphrey. You fool! <laughs> <laughs> You're going to leave us alone in a studio, live on YouTube. Well, it's been good having two million subscribers. Thanks very much. This is going to be wild on Sunday night, isn't it? It's going to be short, isn't it? Like, it's going to be the shortest live stream we've ever done because it's like the six matches. These WWE pay-per-views now are like the premium live ones. Get the fuck out of I love these ones. It's like two and a half hours. Get out. Yeah. Done. That's enough. We're doing that like six matches. What are they going to add to the card? I'll tell you what. Nothing. They're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars for these TV shows. Anymore. They don't care about it. 33 million first quarter this oh, year. Absolutely wild, man. Like the... These shows now exist because WWE has booked in this pattern for 30 years and no other reason. There's no, like, Raw gets, is going to get all this money again. SmackDown is going to get all this money again. WWE, in terms of a monthly pay-per-view cycle, as we used to know it, is now a button on Peacock. <laughs> That's what these shows exist for. It's not even their own network anymore. You know, it wasn't even my streaming service. <laughs> like, we still get the network, but, you know, our friends in America don't. So, yeah. Like, I'm no longer surprised, but I am quite pleased because they're short, they're to the point. And as we all have said, as the three people that probably experience these shows more than most here, like month after month, pandemic or not, they're like sort of watchable. Yeah, the wrestlers, I really the, the wrestlers them, yeah. for one night in the month get to be wrestlers. Imagine <laughs> that. Don't take this the wrong way, right? But I much like by a country mile prefer doing live streams for WWE yeah, than for AEW. Because if I like watching AEW I like to shows. Watch, I like to watch our phone battery go. Oh, <laughs> God. I just, I like, I love AEW. I think they put on great shows. 
bloody long though. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it, they got to start cram late. In. They're long. Shh. We're here till six in the morning doing them. It's just like whereas this is like, do you say I quit? Yeah, sweet. Let's Bish go home, gosh. everyone. Yeah, it's a twenty-minute kickoff show where Caleb Brax is like, eat this plate full of garbage. Okay, <laughs> that's us. See you later. Um, as well, just should point out, if you're a fan of the podcast, do join us on Sunday night because you prefer just listening to us and not looking at us. Chances are me and Havlet won't be able to work the cameras anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll is this on? Are we on, Havlet? Huh? <laughs> My favourite thing, and I, I'm going to do this now, and despite the fact I always tell you guys to try not to, to F and Jeff on mm-hmm. these things. My favourite thing was, uh, I, th- I think... Off the top of my head, it was a live stream for uh, the was it the rampage where CM Punk showed up? Yeah, yeah, first dance when it was all like mm, he's coming, but we don't really know. And we did a, a brief live stream. It was the night before SummerSlam, wasn't it? Yeah, because I think you and I came in to do SummerSlam with Andy, and he'd done two streams in a row Oof. and was <laughs> he tired. He was, <laughs> like Cena was coming out, and we were like. Andy C's coming out, huh? What's going on? <laughs> but my favorite thing was it's, you know, when we, we don't have the experienced personnel like a Phil Chambers or an Adam Nicholas in attendance, mm-hmm. it, things don't tend to go awry. They just don't necessarily go quite to plan. Yeah. So I remember that stream started because I thought, I'll just check in. And there was the, you know, the just wait here, you know, the waiting screen for, for the stream to launch. Just check in, see how Andy's doing. I can't remember who's doing it with. And, but whoever is doing with it with had started the stream not realised it had started, and went, you ready, Andy? And he went, yep, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> the stream started with just that. Um, so, yeah, um, hopefully it'll be better than that, but we'll have a good time regardless. Let's start off let's with... Let's not set the bar too high. <laughs> the match that should main event will start with, mm-hmm. even though I'm not sure it will, yep. um, a match that actually, ironically, the three of us really enjoyed, and I don't think anyone else did, really, and that was Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania. We thought it was a nice little scrap. Everyone at home said, yeah, it was rubbish. <laughs> but they're going to run it back. I quit match. Who will say I quit, Michael Hamflet? Uh Charlotte Flair will, I. Three giddy, brisket-chewing cowboys thought they had uh, a nice old fight at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then, yeah, it seemed like the one that didn't translate to television audience. And, in yeah. fact, maybe not even to the rest of the building apart from us three. <laughs> it, um, it was, uh, yeah, I don't think it was bad, but I have watched it back on television. And I get the criticisms. Um, it was certainly devoid of energy compared to most of the things on the show. We even said it at the time. If anything was built for night two on that like, night, yeah. it was Charlotte and Ronda. You could, obviously, stuff is going to be unpredictable, but even beforehand, that felt like, well, do you need like Charlotte and Becky? Do they have to be on the same night? Because there's always going to be these natural comparisons with women's matches. It's not fair, but it happens, yeah. and it was going to happen here. And with that as well, Becky and Bianca had stepped up so much earlier on in the yeah. night that it was going to be hard to top yeah. if you're comparing it, the two directly. You know, in the fullness of time and away from the like amazing and insane weirdness of uh, Steve Austin and Cody Rhodes returns, Becky and Bianca had the match of the weekend, probably, yeah. really, in terms of just like sheer pure quality and yeah. what it actually stood for. And they just couldn't compete with that. This is a show unto itself. It's a smaller venue, which I think is going to help another match on this card greatly that a stadium was no good for. Uh, yeah, I've got um, measured, but high hope, measured high hopes, but high hopes for this one. Ronda winning feels like it has to happen. And I actually think it'll send Charlotte packing for a little while. Her, I agree. Her yeah. character will get a break, which she will need. Ronda will have a fresh coat of paint on SmackDown as the women's champion. Um, potentially some new people to fight or some new rivalries to have. And because it's Ronda they'll actually probably give her stories a bit of juice, which is not always the case for some of the women on this show or any show. It's right there. I'm not saying you jump straight into this, but yeah, I completely agree. Ronda wins. Charlotte goes away for a while. Mm. Uh, Shane Baszler just, I mean, she's not going to win the tag titles, so you might as well, I mean, you're not saying straight away, but like Ronda and Shayna, there's a lot of history there, even if WWE don't ever necessarily want to reference it. So you're saying put it in Hell in a Cell? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably that's what they're going to do. But yeah, you think Ronda wins? Oh yeah, 100%. There's no chance. Could you imagine if they got Ronda Rousey to say, I quit? <laughs> on oh, she almost left WrestleMania when she wasn't in a main event, let yeah. alone. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, not a chance. Ronda's going to win. And like you say, Charlotte, going away for a while, I think it's probably a good thing. Um, leave a bit of space for someone else to step up into that place for just a couple of months or something. And then when she comes back, she'll have a chip on her shoulder and get over the embarrassment of having to say, mm. I quit. And that'll be a good story in itself. Yeah, this one makes sense. Um, in terms of so the match, they're just going to kick the crap out of each other. Yes. Is my main prediction so, for yeah. this match. So <laughs> I see Charlotte and Rhea from the one where they actually try. Oh, money yeah. in the bank. Yeah, that I quit um, is a blessing and a curse in these situations as well because they're the referee holding the microphone in somebody's face. It, like 
I appreciate that it's supposed to like conjure up the idea of this like desperate real fight, but instead it sometimes makes things feel a bit more fake. Yeah. Because it's almost like the referee is making the decision to be like, now is the time you want to submit? Or yeah. you know, like and it kinda sometimes it like lifts you out of it. You also need the right person to sell the mic work on it as well. Like, yeah. Not everyone can kind of do that. It's sometimes a little bit weird when they're just like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah, yeah, it's, it gets a bit gross, doesn't it? No! <laughs> do you remember the back of it? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like quick <laughs> to me. Sounds like yes to me. But what they've done in recent years, they've used it basically to just make it a bells and whistles brawl. Yeah. So if you think I prefer I quit matches to last man standing matches in WWE by well, a mile. Yeah. I always go back to the one like a blood soaked John Cena making JBL quit in fear of what he might do rather than a specific hold. Yeah. So whilst, you know, obviously this is rooted in Ronda's submission game and things like that, they can brawl around the building too. They can let like Ronda have some fun there rather than it just being very, very in-ring heavy as it was yeah. because obviously they needed to save the arena brawl in for Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. Hit Charlotte 13 chimes with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> this should be their night. You know, like Ronda still got some kendo stick redemption to get from the Survivor Series a couple of years ago. Maybe that'll be it. Maybe just beating her into oblivion with a kendo stick. And then I think what's going to happen is that she's going to... Remember the Stephanie McMahon like debut match where she's holding the arm and Stephanie's begging, please, 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 yeah, please, yeah, please. Yeah. Charlotte's going to want to protect her legacy and go, but, uh, all right, all right, all right, I quit. And Ronda's going to go, cool, bang, and does it anyway, yeah. and then puts her out of commission for a while. I agree completely. Uh, in terms of matches that probably is going to main event, it's a match at time of recording, but not necessarily confirmed to have no belts on it. <laughs> it Sorry, Phil, I'm wrong about Maybe they're going to hoy all the belts, all the titles on this. He's, he's, he's a nightmare, and not just for the Spice Girls parodies. Like They've given us like three or four weeks of nothing with Roman Reigns, and that makes any sort of level-headed person go, I really like fun and they're kind of taking the piss lately with us, aren't they? Not Adam Wilborn. Maybe they'll have the titles <laughs> at the last minute. All the belts will be on the line. After everything I've told, <laughs> I can possibly go wrong. <laughs> I am a huge fan how they've accidentally got into a point where a tagged title thing was probably the hottest thing on the shows. Yeah. Mm. And Vince has gone, not having this. <laughs> cool it down immediately. <laughs> Ruin this goddamn shit right here. <laughs> nice rug you got there. Shame if someone pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having tag teams made about my shows. You're not taking the spotlight. Yeah. And yeah, ruined it. <laughs> does, this, does that make it more likely that if they, if they don't put the tiles, which they probably won't on, that, that there's going to be a loss for the bloodline here? Yeah, I'd say so. I reckon Drew pins Anuso. Yeah, it, yeah. And that's exactly what happens. And that's it. And then it'll lead into Drew versus Roman at some point. And well, we've talked about this a lot. There's a lot of stadium shows. actually going to get back to that. Yeah, a Claymore to an Uso, yeah. an Uso on a B show in May. That's what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> uh, we've also got a Rhodes Rollins rematch. Nice. Um, which I'm absolutely fine seeing all over again. If I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, a, b- a bit of pressure on this. I think. Um, the WrestleMania match was sensational, but make no mistake, it was elevated by just how weird and yeah. like alternate timeline it all felt. Um, the magic was in the air from before even the lights dimmed for Cody's entrance. You could feel as Seth was entering the building, starting to tremble, and everybody just to start to ready themselves for what they all assumed would be, and indeed what we all assumed would be this incredibly emotional return. They haven't got that now. And you've already seen with Cody being on Raw that, we talked about it at length, the like the WWE normalization. Yeah. It just happens in this company. They don't mm-hmm. have the like creative lightness of touch to be able to make somebody feel special. So all you can do is basically have them win. As long as you've got a winner, and Roman Reigns is the example of this, as long as you've got a winner that fans can remain trusting of, if nothing else, they'll be fine. So I expect Cody to win. The quality of the match will be a test of both of them as kind of like modern-day generals. Seth has done this before with like far lesser talents than Cody. Cody has done it to such an extent that people have got jobs as a result of the quality of his work. So like I, I, I relish the opportunity to see them compete with each other to see who can look like more of a Triple H figure because that's one of the things they both have in common, isn't it? They both believe they can be the long match guy for this modern generation. That's like, show me what you got because... <laughs> Again, without the bells and whistles of WrestleMania, that will be the test here. It's it's going to be a match of reversals, basically, isn't it? Like, I know there was elements <clears> of that in the first match, but it was a lot of, like, what if I hit you with this finisher or this finisher? Or what if I do mm. a Stardust taunt? <laughs> this one, it's got to be, yeah. I've learned, or uh, for at least Seth, 
oh, I, I now I know I'm facing you, I've learned, and I can get out of a crossroads or reverse yeah. it or whatever. The Mania match was like a like a greatest hits album, whereas this is like the awkward second album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like They've got to follow up their big hot debut. Um, I really hope Cody wins this, and yeah. they don't... I, mean, I can see them eking this out to Hell in a Cell. I don't particularly want them to, I don't mm. think, but I can see them putting Seth versus Cody in Hell in a Cell, and I think Cody would really like that, because Cody loves a good stipulation, doesn't he? Let's yeah. face it. But I hope if they are going to do that, it goes 3-0 to Cody just to properly yeah. cement him. And that would be much more interesting than going 50-50 at WrestleMania Backlash and then leading it into Hell in a Cell, which is, let's face it, the WWE w- way of doing these things. But if you go, Cody wins WrestleMania Backlash. They take it to Hell in a Cell. He wins there. That's 3-0. and You've got money in the bank. Maybe if he wins money in the bank and then he announces his spot at SummerSlam or whatever mm-hmm. they're going to do. And like that's your rise for Cody to go to the top. I don't think that's mm. a necessarily bad trajectory to actually get him to a main event picture. I don't want to be the guy who just keeps saying, and yeah, and then they go away for a bit. But I think a three and O, and then Seth Rollins disappearing for a bit wouldn't be a a, a, a bad thing. I don't think he's in as as worse a spot as he has been previously. When people are like, "Go away," yeah, yeah. but less is more sometimes. Yeah, and he. You know, regardless of what happens with Seth, he can absorb this loss. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Cody kind of can't. Um, it's a, it's this like it's like the ice they'll skate on with Cody is going to be very thin until it breaks. That's just the reality of this. Like there will come a time where uh, Cody has been defeated plenty. The fans can back him for a bit, but then like just loads of his matches will start going to disqualification. It will just become like any other WWE superstar. And all they have in the meantime is to do as many of those beautiful pirouettes on that thin ice as they can. <laughs> and Cody continuing to win. I like Phil's take about money in the bank and indeed calling his shot for it. Um, not not because he wants to cash in and be cheeky, but because he wants to live Dusty's dream the yeah. right way. And he said, like, I didn't expect this to fall into my lap as quick as it has, but here we are. But I'm still going to do this the proper way. And like I say, just fa- like wrestling is so simple sometimes, but it's in, it's especially simple in how convoluted WWE have made it. Fans back winners. Like, and for the longest time, Vince McMahon, as a babyface territory guy, knew that. You know, that there's a reason why Super Cena was Super Cena. There's a reason why Roman's wins, lol, has happened as both a babyface and a heel. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's kind of all he knows still to do. And I just hope he continues. I'll be a bit devastated if Cody loses on. Not because it'll affect my emotional investment. Mine is where it is now. I just had the night of my life as a Cody, like, as a, as a, as a watcher of Cody Rose, the wrestler, I had it yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. I think most people did. Whatever happens now is sort of icing on the cake and just, like, just try and keep that fresh as long as you can. hope he wins. Uh, I hope the match is good. That's what it is. I hope the match is good because already Cody is having fine matches instead of special ones. So I hope this is a return to feeling special. I think it will because I think Cody always wants to go out and have a banger and I think just occasionally Vince is like, it's only TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, okay, well, you have that, but I'll have, you have, you can have me saying superstar, but I'll also say the word wrestler in the same sentence. Yeah. These are the shows, like all the roster does it. This is the night where they clearly enjoy their work the most. Yes. Is on these, is on these premium live events. So yeah. Uh, let's run through a few of the other matches um, that are relatively straightforward. I think it's fair to say. Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss feels like a straightforward Moss victory to, I feel bad for Corbin because he's, you know, given away his, uh, you know, undefeated finisher. And now he's going to be used to put over Moss. And again, he's someone else probably could do with going away for a bit as well. Um, But Moss is someone who clearly Vince sees big things in, understandably. Yes. So this is going to sound strange, but stick with me on this. I think Corbin beats Madcap Moss. Okay. But it's... With WWE, with WWE's belief that that's okay, right? So Madcap Moss is a project, and it's that time of year where sometimes they'll take strange risks on characters and that. But this is not a Jinder Mahal get the belt on him right now project. This is a they want you to think he stands a hell of a chance of winning money in the bank, and then they want you to think he's actually got a very good chance of like doing well in the Rumble in January. He's a kind of project that they've got. I think just very high hopes for, like a huge upside, as JR would say. And he does actually have one as well. But then he's got a lot of other things that Vince, like he's got an alliterative name. He's got gear that Vince McMahon will find very, very funny for months and months and months <laughs> after we've stopped laughing at the joke. <laughs> like he's got all of these things that Vince sees bigger than, like rather than just say, ah, let's take a punt on Jinder. Why not? You know, or like let's turn Pete Dunn into a dog. Like this is, <laughs> there's, a, there's a longer term aim here. 
And what happens when people are getting these long-term aims, in Vince's mind, it believes this is the time to eat as much shit as you need to because, <laughs> the, because the big win's coming. When you got that briefcase, you're getting pinned every week, aren't you? Because you got the briefcase. I, th- I think... They will have such. They will have this. WWE so stupid. They will have <laughs> such faith in Madcap Moss that they will beat him here, rooted in their belief as they are that they will recover him and have him win in the end. This will go to Hell in a Cell. This will go beyond Hell in a Cell. Well, this this won't go beyond Hell in a Cell, but Madcap Moss certainly will off the back of the win. So I think Corbin steals it here. So on SmackDown, he can be like, "I put you in your place, little boy," and then Madcap Moss prevails and in their mind he's shown not only is he jacked, not only is he funny, but also he's got that underdog spirit. He's a pit bull. And uh, he's kind of overcome. Fire. Yeah. They always say the fire in his belly. He's overcome. I, yeah, hadn't thought. Always going through this, I was like, well, my cat Moss is winning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now you put it out like that. It's like, oh, yeah, I can actually see that happening. Um, But yeah, I still think. My cop mess wins. I don't even know if this. I think this might be the end of it. I don't know. Like I, I don't have a problem if it is. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I genuinely think this might be a one and done, and they'll move on to something else for my cat mess. I don't like this story's been going on for a really long time now, mm. which isn't a bad thing. Like both guys have played it off really well, and I think they've done the very best with what they've been given, and like got the absolute most out of this. Like, they've actually made it a feature spot on a pay-per-view, which not yeah. a lot of other views can say that about. There's only six matches on it, after all. <laughs> um, so I think they've both done really well. But yeah, I think this is Mad Cat Moss wins, and then we move on to something else with Mad Cat Moss after this. I, I agree. Um, what do you think happens with Bobby Lashley and Omos? <laughs> MVP changes the outcome of this match? We, I, think, we, I feel um, like a lot of these matches, especially the rematches, we're not going, okay, they've done a rematch, but then that's that. Mm. A lot of them, apart from Charlotte and Ronda, were like, and then they're going to do it again. Yeah. I think MVP has to get involved in this. Like, neither guy can really take a big loss at the minute. Like, Bobby Lashley's only just come back, and he's got the new entrance and everything. But, mm. like, looks mid. He's, uh, out of either of them, he can probably take a loss more than almost can. And if almost did get the win, it'd be a huge win for him. But there's no chance that's happening clean. <laughs> Not with Bobby yeah. Lashley. I cannot see it at all. I reckon MVP gets involved in this. Um, but I reckon that ends up building to something between MVP and Bobby Lashley at some point. And then they do MVP versus Bobby Lashley, maybe at Hell in a Cell or beyond. Or well, we got MVP. Oh, we got Money in the Bank after. I think I'm with whatever it is that you're about to say is what I think I'm with. MVP in a shark cage? (laughs) Yeah. Almost levels it up here because of the cheating. MVP ends up in a shark cage for the rubber match between the two. And then if Bobby Lashley wins, he gets five minutes with MVP or whatever. (laughs) He does win, but then the cage comes out and MVP scarpers. And then you've got Lashley versus MVP at what would be Money in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah, like the first. And it keeps Bobby Lashley justifiably out of Money in the Bank itself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can Um, see that. Yeah, and he's he's finally going to I could possibly challenge for the world title. I've got to beat the crap of my ex-manager. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we Huge get... fan of this Cedric Alexander coming back into the head. Oh, man. By the way. <laughs> Give it up, Cedric. How many times can you be burnt by these people? <laughs> what's that? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. I won't get fooled again. <laughs> Phil has hit upon what's going to happen here, isn't he? Like, MVP is going to run interference throughout, but Bobby Lashley is going to pretty much keep a lid on it. And then, said in as you called on the Raw preview... Um, What's Bobby Lashley's weakness when he's so jacked and massive? It's the eyes, isn't it? Old <laughs> mop to the eyes from Gary the Goat Garbutt <laughs> in his Janet Gear. Doink did it to Marty Janetti once. That's twice Marty Janetti's come up on a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, mopping. Oh, is it the tanker? Anyway, mopping the eyes. Uh, Bobby Lashley can't say, oh, no, there was cleaning fluid in that. Almost <laughs> uh, steals one. <laughs> Ammonia! 12-foot-tall <laughs> guy steals one. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, before we get to uh, AJ Styles and, and Edge... Um, we're going to talk about a match that's not actually on the card at time of recording, Hamlet, mm-hmm. which is the tag title. Shanky versus gender. Oh God, please no. Which is the tagged women's tag title. That's match for Big Breakup. <laughs> uh, the kiss cam. The live kiss <laughs> the cam. The kiss cam of doom. <laughs> but not DX cam. Probably interrupting <laughs> Charlotte and Ronda. But the reason why I want to talk about this women's tag match is because you suggested something I had not considered for WrestleMania Backlash. Now, obviously, it's one would assume uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi retaining the women's tag titles if they decide to put it on to the the premium live event after SmackDown tonight, uh, defending against uh, Natalia and Shayna Baszler. But talk to me about this surprise return you are fantasy booking. This is going to sound like a bit left field coming from me. I think Bailey's going to return. Yes, <laughs> I know. I would say this all the time because I just want Bailey to return. But yeah, WWE have gotten into the habit, and we, this is the new normal, and it has been for a long time. But you're only really seeing it over the last year or so of setting up more programs for well, as many programs at least for television as they do for PLEs. I'll try and get into their terminology. If you think since WrestleMania, Bianca Belair has defended her title on television, like they set up a feud for two weeks, paid it off, done. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn's entire feud took place from inciting incident to final steel cage payoff <laughs> on television with no with no even thought about it making it to the pay-per-view. Can I say what a nice brief feud that was? Looking yeah. back, really well. Like, I know it was the same bloody result every time. Yeah. But as a little let's keep Drew busy, I was like, I'm all right with this. Yeah, and like SmackDown's numbers, as they always do, have held. So nobody saw that and thought, oh, I'm kind of bored of this. It's post-WrestleMania fluff. They just sat and they watched and they, they whether or not they loved it, who knows, but they absorbed it at least. And SmackDown certainly, without without Roman Reigns doing anything, uh, <laughs> was able to get by on Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn, right? So that, that suggests that this strategy works as well. Like, keep things to television and you've got you've to build stuff because this company only knows how to, like, do these four-week cycle things. Bailey is sort of perfect to make this show... like. Yes, Ronda and Charlotte main event, Ronda wins the belt, whatever. Very little on this is feeling newsworthy because of all these things they build for television, right? If you bring back a star like Bailey as a big surprise, she is, and look, we're in the content game, she's absolutely the thumbnail, she's yep. absolutely the talking point, she's, oh, I'm actually going to have to go back and check out what happened at uh, WrestleMania Backlash next month. Oh, best tune in to Hell in a Cell because Bailey came back at the last one. And they can still promote, Bailey speaks for either Raw or SmackDown, because now she's like, now it's like post-pay-per-view stuff. It's like, look what you missed. Here's Bailey now to fill in the gaps when she returns to television on whatever show it is. You've got Sasha and Naomi in a tag team match. Bailey returns with or without a partner. And or like she returns at the climax of this and Sasha Banks is forced to like stare down, oh no, what's what's gonna happen here? You know, I quite like the idea of her being the first person, like Ronda celebrating with a belt. End of the show, Bailey's music hits, oh. and you get the nose to nose, it goes off the air. A pairing that was only very briefly explored in Ronda's run, you remember? She wrestled, they had a really great match the night after the Rumble, and then like Ronda beat her, and but it was on like on to Becky Lynch business, so it was just a one and done kind of Ronda getting those matches before she left. It's different kettle of fish now yeah. if Bailey comes out, especially because Ronda's going to be wearing the belt that Bailey holds the record, you know, like time with and stuff like that. The belt that she was going to fight for before she was injured, you know, in the run up to, and Bailey's first appearance in front of a crowd because she never made it because yes. the, injury, the injury happened in the last week of the Thunderdome. Like there's just, there's stuff there, isn't there? You know, there's stuff there if you want it. And it's kind of a free hit because is anything, is anything other than a surprise return going to particularly grab no. the headlines off the back of this card. I don't think so. 
I think you are way overthinking the importance they put into Backlash. Yeah, <laughs> they called it WrestleMania Backlash because they don't even have faith in the name Backlash. It's an, S- it's an SEO move, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what was it? Was it last year? The only talking point we had to come out of it was zombies. Yep. Yeah. And More the year before that, can you even remember what happened? Well, the last Greatest Backlash. match ever. That's right. There yeah, that go. was the last Backlash, wasn't it? Yeah. They don't care about Backlash. No, you're right, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. It's, right. it's fine. It's okay. uh, let's conclude by it's talking It's a nice thought, though. <laughs> One half of the greatest wrestling match ever. Edge, he's uh-huh. in action against AJ Styles, another WrestleMania rematch, of course. This time, though, Damian Priest is banned from ringside Phil Chambers. So, I suppose, unless Judgment Day get a new member, it's uh, going to be a one-on-one match. Yeah. You couldn't possibly get round of this one-on-one stipulation, <laughs> could you? There's, there's nothing you can do to get round that. Yeah, this is really easy. Edge wins again, but with more interference from someone else, whether it's Tommaso Ciampa, whether it's Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, I've heard. And then, well, if it's, yeah, whoever can go against Finn and AJ, maybe it's the next pay-per-view. Yeah, they're they're making this go on longer, whether it's going to be a tag team match after this or whether they'll do that on TV, whatever it is. Someone is joining that stable and Edge is winning again. I don't see anything else happening. (laughs) I think they're going to get it right this time. I'm the optimistically high guy on the quality of this match, the outcome, the ramifications, all that sort of stuff. I think they'll. I think this match suits a smaller building. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they'll look at what didn't work in the WrestleMania match. Length. <laughs> and they'll like they've played up the shoulder with AJ Styles on television in a way that will actually generate a response with the crowd at WrestleMania Backlash instead of thinking they were presenting something way more elegant than it actually was. It was very, very, very slow, uh, like canvas, map-based stuff at WrestleMania in front of a stadium that wanted to, like in, in their minds, saw AJ Styles as this legendary phenomenal wrestler and Edge as this comeback king with so much that he wants to do on the grandest stage. The guy that wants spear Jeff Hardy off a ladder, you know, the monster, was the ultimate opportunist that had one of The Undertaker's best ever matches. They were visualising these two perfect versions of these wrestlers and those two guys were nowhere to be found. Mm. Instead, replaced by... And look, I'm going to invoke a comparison that I think is fair here. The Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, like, versions of each other that would fight and would, like, would kind of can- cancel each other out. And what mm-hmm. you get is, like, at WrestleMania 12, a fairly boring 60-minute Ironman match, and at WrestleMania 38, a fairly boring great wrestlers having a bad match match. Yeah. This is going to be totally different. I think it's going to be a lot more helpful. The characters are clearer. You know, even th- even that they're clear at this point. You Edge hate sports teams. Yeah, <laughs> you know who and this lemmings. You know who this like loser to Eve Lane, boring goth guy Edge is now. Yes. <laughs> Didn't really at WrestleMania. You know who he is now. AJ Styles is a guy out for revenge. who has got this injured shoulder. Who thinks that the playing field is going to be even until he is, of course, surprised by a new member of the group. But I think who, that's who do you think the new member is going to be? I think it's going to be Champa and Rhea Ripley. I like that. I think Rhea Ripley is going to stand there. AJ's like. Why are you doing here? So confused. And then Champa's going to run in and hit something, and it's both of them. And you get this quite fun explanation-y stuff on Raw as Judgment Day has expanded. So it's fun. doubled in size. It's a fun six-man for Helen mm. to sell that as well, isn't it? Edge, Damian Priest, and uh, Tommaso Champa mm-hmm. versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Mustafa Ali. Great. Yeah. Really good. The Champa stuff, and then you know. And sort of women's match that you can do as well. I, t- I tell you why I hope it's Champa specifically. Rhea Ripley, I think, is a good addition because it's something new for her. Um, it, bodes, it bodes well for it's WWE. It's very her, isn't it, this stable? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Very, very. <laughs> bit, bit of Rhea, this. But, That's a bit of me. But the Champa one, I particularly like because I want to give WWE credit for stuff and I want to give them credit for them actually thinking about this. Champa's debut interview was cut off because Ezekiel's here. <laughs> and he was just like, all right, fair enough. And then here is like whatever he was going to do the following week was trumped by Mustafa Ali making his return, who he then decks. But even when he decks him, camera cuts off. Yep. Same thing happening again this week. Yeah. He decks him, camera cuts off. He's the guy that says, I'm here. Like, where's my fanfare? It should be exciting. Like, Champa's made it to Monday Night Raw. I've even lost my first name. They're cutting, they're cutting everything off. They're cutting everything off. So I've like, I've turned to the guy that's been here longer than anybody and knows how to get things mm-hmm. done on the show. Like, there is rationale, there is cause, there is effect, and I want to be able to give them credit for that. And all of these strange cutoffs and beatdowns not being just for nothing. So I would like that to be the case. I really hope they do actually reference all of those things mm. instead of just saying, you fans, you didn't like me, yeah. so just got to join with Edge. You want an explanation? <laughs> you don't deserve an explanation. We've actually got one for you. You don't deserve an explanation. <laughs>
Well, fingers crossed. I really, I really do hope. Like, if they just have a, not another match, but with no Damian Breeze this time, I'm, I think everyone's going to be incredibly disappointed. <laughs> well, and like, what if Edge wins? He's beaten them both in a week. Judgment Day suck. Like, <laughs> he beat Damian Breeze on Raw and he beat Edge on Sunday. It's like, oh, you've finished then. Bleed it. There you go. You're judged. Yeah, you're judged. You're losers. <laughs> the end. I mean, the way Damian Breeze goes, they might might not even have a finish. He might just go blue and then. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, forgot about that one. <laughs> you think you beat me? did (laughs) (laughs) well join us on uh, Sunday for that for all of our live reactions and well me and uh, Hamlet trying to work technology basically (laughs) uh, on our YouTube channel and let us know your thoughts and predictions on Twitter at WhatCulture as AJ Styles is here we will be beaming all across the line that is the world (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but enough of all that it's now time for a good quiz and this week's quiz is brought to you by... Right, they've written their name as all <laughs> one word. Okay. So it, it could be divvied up in different ways. No, nah, it's all one. But I'm going to give... I've divided it up this this way. Okay. MJ Saint Egg. Good. <laughs> I don't think that's the way it's meant to be pronounced. It's Unforgiving Steel on Twitter, who you may have seen has been uh, offering a wrestling ring that he's going to build for hey, us. War Legend. Which you're going to see. Morning. You are going to see in the What Culture Studios. Thank you we so much. We were planning for the colours of this earlier. Oh, very very so excited. Very so excited. So thank you to Unforgiving Steel for that and for uh, giving us a five star review on iTunes, which is how you can have your name associated uh, with a bloody good quiz. Uh, Unforgiving Steel writes Can't knock the detailed and thoroughly articulated long form preview and review podcast i'm a big fan i've listened for around four years well done lads thank Thank you you very much for that mj saint egg (laughs) hang on what am i doing i was gonna say mj saint egg uh so this week's quiz unsurprisingly is all about well backlash not just wrestlemania backlash otherwise it'd be a very short quiz (laughs) uh usual rules apply uh 10 questions multiple choice shout your name wait for me to come to you uh and the winner Gets to do the live stream with me. So <laughs> <laughs> Unique pressure on you Philip, to, to throw this if it's uh, if it's going well for you. It's, uh, I will not need to throw this. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's uh, it's just for fun. That's just for fun. Okay. Uh, question number one. Including this weekend's premium live event, how many backlashes have there been? Is it 11, 13, 15, or 17? Pamphlet. 17. Is oh, seventeen ninety nine was the first. For some one, reason I had eighteen in my head for that, so yeah. it wasn't too far. Yeah. Um, question number two: Who has the most wins in Backlash history? Is it the Big Show, Triple H, Kane, Kane, or Chris Jericho? Bill, I mean, you can just go with Triple H, just because. Why not? No, dear, yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> hmm. What are the options again, please? Uh, Big Show, Triple H, Kane, or Chris Jericho? So the first Chris Jericho backlash match I thought of, lost. So I'm going to go with uh, Kane. Yay! Six, six backlash victories. He deals with quite a lot of backlashes now, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. What helped Bianca Belair to pin Bailey at last year's backlash? <sighs> Was it the ropes... A cameraman, a hair, or Sasha Banks? Pamphlet. It was a hair. Yay! Yeah, they sort of botched it. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, now. Helen Salmach was much better. Yeah. 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 Far, far better. Yeah. Uh, question four. Three nil to Question four. Uh, this was a, qu- a question just a few weeks ago, in fact, but it's worth repeating. Because of what we mentioned earlier. That's a long way to go around saying you only wrote nine questions for a quiz. (laughs) Which of these men weren't zombies at WrestleMania? (laughs) Brom Breaker, Tony D'Angelo, Ikaminjiro, or Harland? One of them was Uh, not. I remember you saying this question as well, and I still don't know. A WrestleMania backlash (laughs) zombie. I want to believe now that Jiro was one. And he was like a zombie with a nice jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of human flesh. <laughs> what were they again? Uh, Ikimajiro, Tony D'Angelo, Braun Breaker, or Heartland. I can't remember. Phil, why not? Tony D. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. Smoke will make a great zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Braun Breaker. No, dear, that's oh, wrong. I remember that one, because I think that's what I went for last time. Yeah. It is the recently released Hard Land. Best of luck to uh, Parker Boudreaux, whatever he does next. He's 
a giant of a man. He walked past us, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, there will, there will be a next. I have a good feeling there will yes. be a next for that man. Uh, okay, this is an either-or question. You've got a couple of these. Um, so if you get it wrong, the point will go to your opponent. Simple question. Remember uh, some of the classic moments of Backlash past? Which of the Singh brothers did Orton drop on their head on the <laughs> announce table? <laughs> Backlash. Is that 2017? Yes. Yes. Samir or Sunil? Phil. Uh, Sunil. No, God dear, that's wrong. Hate this game. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Samir. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Okay, 4-0. Still playing time, though. Five questions to come. <laughs> okay, uh, think back to the greatest wrestling match ever, which was vast improvement on their WrestleMania yep. match, if we're yeah. honest. Uh, how long did it last, though? Still too long. 38 minutes and 45 seconds, 40 minutes and 45 seconds, 42 minutes and 45 seconds, or 44 minutes and 45 seconds. Phil, why not? In for a penny and all that. I don't remember it going over 40. I'm going to go with 38. No, dear, Mm. that's wrong. I I was going to go with that, so I'm just going to go the next one up. 40, 45? Whatever the shortest, yeah. No, dear, ah, that's wrong. It's the longest one. Is 44 it? minutes and 45 seconds. Fair play to them, you know, because obviously you remember that WrestleMania one as just pure torture. Yep. And I didn't love it as much as some people, but I don't, one of the last things I remember thinking was, this has gone on too long. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play to them. 44 minutes and 45 seconds. It's Jeez. just, like, are you still having that thing where, like, anytime we even break into, like, conversation about those matches, there's, a, there's quite a lot of, like, pandemic... PTSD. Oh, horrible. <laughs> you just like that was that would have been like June two thousand and twenty or something. So yeah. you just like June. Like everything was still so bad, and yep. there was so much more bad still to come. Yeah, like it's you, the, the like there's not so much a light at the end of the tunnel. You're not even realise there's another tunnel still to come. I Several found, tunnels. I was found looking for some you know to mix it in some old questions from previous backlash quizzes, and I found one. Yeah, from deepest, darkest pandemic times. Mm. And just reading it gave me flashbacks to sitting in my bedroom with this, like, shorts on because it was too hot, but a shirt because I wanted to look professional <laughs> on a Zoom call or a Discord call or whatever it was with all of you lot. Mm. And they're just, like, the, the, like, delay and the feed and the panic and the, and the just overarching stress of it all. And now, I'm touch you. <laughs> Do you remember, uh, hello, Welcome to the <laughs> Backlash the, uh, Every uh, time. the ASMR review podcast. So, like, my kids are your oh, yeah, wife. I thought you meant the quiz intros where I had to whisper it because it had popped too much. And then yeah, that as well. <laughs> but, yes, when we when I'd lay on my couch yeah. and me and you would be on a call with each other trying not to wake up our wives and or children. My son Charlie dropped his thoughts Charlie in popped on, uh, in at one <laughs> on Roman great. Reigns versus Jey Uso, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, he was right. It was class. He said we the ones. Not slept inside since. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, question seven. I think that's still 4 0. Yes. Cool. Cool. Hamlet. Four questions to go, though. Ooh. And it's an either or. I'm going to send you in at work. <laughs> <laughs> Which leg did Shawn Michaels feign an injury on before super kicking Batista to win Backlash 2008? Bill. Left or right? Left. Yeah. Back in the game, baby. <laughs> Do you know what I was picturing there? I was picturing Chris Jericho pointing. At like the 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 leg, saying that, that's I think he's faking that, but then that confused me more because I couldn't remember if he was pointing at the right leg or the left. Yes, <laughs> that was a really good bit because really that, that came off Sean retiring Flair, yep. didn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You shouldn't have done that. I'm gonna bat you." And then he said, "Oh, I'm not hurt." Yep. Oh, and then that spun off to Jericho Michaels. So like Batista, they have a rematch because Sean's like, "All right, I was faking," and Jericho's like, "He's a liar. That man's a liar." And Batista's like. I'm going to have to kill you. So he brutalizes him in a stretcher match. And Sean's like pretty knocked up at this point. And rather than Jericho being like, well, see, look, everything's leveled itself out. He was like, wait a minute. No, he's a liar. <laughs> yeah. like, Sean's been really badly beaten up. He's kind of paid for that lie. No, he's a liar. <laughs> and Sean was like, it's cool. All right, guys. He's like, yeah, you're fine. And that's what turned Jericho yeah. insane and created the honest man suit wearing. Christ- like, love to really, really good se- sequence of events. That, you know, that 2008. Yeah, yeah. Jericho, yeah. Put him through the thing. He is a nice callback to the rockers thing. And, like and he chinned his wife. Jerrytron. Yeah, punched his wife for SummerSlam. Like, <laughs> shoot hitter when yep. they, they got the position Absolutely. slightly wrong. Yep, that was bad. <laughs> My word, but yeah. Massive black eye. Ladder match for the title with a tug of war of the belt. Yeah. One of the best ladder matches in the company history. Easy. Brilliant. Like, what are he's up to nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, question eight. Four, one, three to go. Which of these things did not happen at Backlash 2020? 
Angelo Dawkins taking a bowling ball to the dick. Hamlet. Matt Rain said something good in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> Angelo Dawkins took a bowling ball to the dick. A giant ninja with a sword and Ivar summoning a turkey leg. A bin monster or Ivar being called cute by a referee. Ooh. One of those things did not happen at Backlash 2020. Was that you mean you that stream? Yeah. Because that was quite the... Sorry, what what's happening? What the hell is going on? I think it's the cute referee one. Did that happen on Aurora or SmackDown or something? No, dear, uh, that's wrong. I looked over the ledge of the bin and was like, yeah, you are all right. So we had... We they had just the, called the match off, didn't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not going to do it now. There have been monsters here. Bin monster happened. Yeah. Cute referee thing happened. What were the other two options? A giant ninja with a sword oh, showed I up. Know, and Ivar summoned a turkey leg. Or Angelo Dawkins took a bowling ball to the dick. I think it's got to be... It's, this is, didn't happen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's got to yeah. be a bowling ball. Yeah, the that stuff. did happen on the Raw because they Yay! were doing the random challenges to the archery and stuff. That like match me. is one of the saddest moments of my adult life. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not exaggerating. I was like, what, what has happened to everything? <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it did. the bowling ball stuff did happen, uh-huh. but you are correct because it was Montez Ford who took oh, the bowling ball oh. to the dick. Do you remember they had that fight by the door where there was that one pane of glass that people were allowed to break? <laughs> so they smashed it and like, whoa, we're having a fight. It's chaos. And then a few weeks later when Retribution smashed it, it was like the same panel. <laughs> and then they put it for a second time. Yeah. Do you remember from that match, like where all of that kicked off? Why they were supposed to have a tag match? They'd been doing all them vignettes where they were bowling, they were playing golf, whatever it was. Yeah. Do you remember why that match kicked off in the parking lot? No. One of them, like they were like, we're fighting. And one of them like smashed up against Braun Strowman's car. And they ah. just they just never paid that off. They were like, oh no, Braun's coming. And then they went and had a fight. It was like, <laughs> is Braun annoyed? Who cares? Like, the wheels. Like, talk about cars. The wheels had completely come off <laughs> I might, everything by that point. I might sat in, I might watch Backlash 2020. <laughs> I need more certainty that, like, you know, like, just, you still need to take over test things sometimes. I, d- I don't know when that point is. Me and Sidgwick talked about watching Elias versus King Corbin from WrestleMania when we know for certain everything is fine. I think the Bin Monster match is another one of them. It's like, I need to know that this is definitely, definitely past tense before I can revisit this. <laughs> right. What a, wow. What a dark dark timeline and pay-per-view this was. Right, so we had the greatest wrestling match ever main event. That was fine. Drew McIntyre beating Bobby Lashley for the WWE, retaining the WWE Championship. That's kind of fine. Two-on-one handicap match for the Universal Championship, Miz and Morrison versus Braun Strowman. That was that was a match. Tried to gunge him on SmackDown before. Ask, that. Asker yeah. versus Nia Jax were all women's champions. Was he doing the choo-choo around the ring then, or was that later on? When yeah, yeah, the train he was the choo-choo by then, yeah. yeah. Asker versus Nia Jax were all women's championship, remember that? Not really. Double count out, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, who won that? Uh, Sheamus. 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 Yeah. Piss that, in the yeah. face, build up. <laughs> <laughs> and kickoff match, triple threat. And I remember watching this and going, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Bailey and Sasha Banks, women's tag team champions, against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, against... The Iconics! And they didn't win the titles back, and I was so I devastated. I remember that, yeah. I'm not watching this bloody paper. <laughs> bollocks. Uh, 5-1, I think that is now. So, the last couple of questions, just for yeah. fun. Sorry, Ham, but you're doing the stream. Mm. <laughs> which is, is good news, because this is my favourite question. Now, question nine. Just give this a second. The inaugural backlash ended with The Undertaker saying what three words? Pamphlet. Boom, techno. Where <laughs> to, Stephanie? Yay! I'll give you the options. I'm going to give you the options. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the options were rest in peace. That's all, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if only. Where to, Stephanie, or eat? These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the words he uttered on uh, Young Rock? Check that out. I did, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah check that out. That, that clip of him meeting all those... Really recognisable wrestlers. <laughs> it's really poor. I was on a line of on a stag do go, you look a little bit like Mankind. Oh, yeah. so. We're doing wrestling themes. It's like six Hulk Hogan because of the easiest <laughs> outfit to cobble together. And like, Jeff, you just turn up in a Newcastle shirt. Yeah. I'm a referee. <laughs> no, listen, I'm IRS. Way of work, Right, final question. What film... Did The Rock leave to shoot after Backlash 2003? He's made so many good ones. The Scorpion King, Be Cool, Doom, or Walking Tall? Phil. 
I think Scorpion King was sooner than that, wasn't it? So be cool. No, dear, that's wrong. Damn. Was it the Scorpion, Scorpion King? King was sooner than it. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I think as a result, it would have been Walking Tall. Yeah. Oh, man who knows his stuff yeah. about WrestleMania Backlash. That's what? What did I say? 7-1, I think. <laughs> you want, I mean, again, definitely. Like, I know this is what, like, the inverse of what you're supposed to do when you win a quiz. Like, I would argue that, like, Phil was trying to throw this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> quite a few more than he did. Well, I will take the W. Yes, congratulations to you. You all know who the biggest fan of Backlash is. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Hamlet, you are the winner of this week's quiz. Let us know how you got on on this week's quiz on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. And as I keep saying, make sure you join myself and Michael Hamflet on Sunday night for our WrestleMania Backlash live stream. We will try and make it happen at the bare minimum. <laughs> and of course, myself and Hamflet will be here in the small hours of Monday morning reviewing WrestleMania Backlash. So make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling Road Podcast from for that. Uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet and you can follow Phil Chambers at Phil My Chambers and you can follow Adam at Adam Wilborn. You can follow us all at What Culture WWE as I said. Uh, and make sure you subscribe, yes, to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, the Daily Wrestling Podcast, the Smackdown and the AEW Rampage preview are on there right now and our review of WrestleMania Backlash will be there as soon as it is released. But for now, this has been uh, Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Phil to Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. WrestleCulture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. No, it's not. I mean wrestling. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 